I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Episode 16, Somewhere a Clock is Ticking, air date March 1st, 2005. Whoa. Well, the synopsis on this one, guys, is it's Jules and Keith's wedding day, but will Jules make it down the aisle as Karen and Andy discover the truth about her identity? Haley makes an appearance on national TV with Chris Keller that sends Nathan down a drunken spiral. Peyton and Jake take their relationship to the next level. Plus, Brooke tags along with Lucas to Keith's wedding while her future as a Tree Hill resident might soon be over because of her dad's new job. There's a lot to unpack in this episode, and we have someone very special to help us do it. Guys, Craig Sheffer is joining us later in the show. We can't wait. This was a good one. Yeah. we Things kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger on our show. I forget, like, how many weddings did we have? I had a couple. You had a couple? Everybody had a couple? Every, like, six episodes, we need a wedding or something. Or a hospital. <laughs> yeah. Giant group event. I know. <laughs> Um, well, let's start with the first thing that we all commented on because it's the it's um this 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 director has directed many episodes of One Tree Hill and um, it's Billy Dixon and we all were just talking right off the bat with all the great shots and the and the beautiful um, lighting and just the way that he would capture where we are as characters using the camera. And I, I thought that was really neat. What did, what did you guys think? Well, he's our director of photography. Yeah. If anyone understands a camera, it is Billy Dixon. Um, mm-hmm. And he also was a family guy. You know, his daughter was always on set. His wife was mm-hmm. always like hanging out on set. And I was just telling you guys that his daughter, who used to dress up as a cheerleader and come hang out with us at the gym, just got married and had a baby. Like, I'm Facebook friends with them. And I'm like, there's no way we're old enough for Haley to have a baby. But we are. That's so cute. One of the things, you know, um, for the folks at home that we were talking about, when you think about how the director can manipulate a camera to tell a story, Mm -hmm. if you you notice, there's a couple of shots that stand out. You know, there's this low push upward at Karen and Andy when – They realize who Jules is. There's another moment. I like the one where Jake is taking his coat off, but Craig is putting his coat on. Yeah. So like Jake takes the coat off and then the coat covers the camera and then it's into the coat going around Craig's shoulders. It's all these cool things. that Lots of shots from behind things too, from far away, long Mm -hmm. lenses. and Barbara in the mirrors. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like none of that stuff for y'all at home is scripted. That's stuff that the director comes up with, how they do those transitions, how they support an emotional feeling with a technical choice. So it's really fun for us to to get to see that, especially because, as Hillary said, Billy was our director of photography for many years. So he was on set with us all day, every day. I loved this opening, the the sailboat, the way Mm. the water was glistening, Lucas running, what did you say? In slow never- motion. In slow motion, <laughs> bouncing a basketball. <laughs> Listen, I, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, Lucas bounces this ball all over town. Like, he's been doing that for a couple seasons. And in my life, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a teen boy bounce a ball through town. 
Like while he's running, like on the jog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an exclusive Lucas Scott trait, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I loved that opening. I, I liked the music. It reminded me of like 90s rom-com beginnings. Sophia did not like yeah. this music. <laughs> I, look, I'm going to say when it first started, I was like, oh, this feels poetic. And then it got into that weird twangy elevator music like <laughs> thing. And I was like, where are we going with this? What's happening? What's going on? So yeah, I went from a fan to not a fan. We transitioned out of it pretty quickly and just got that nice quote. This is the beginning, the beginning of always something about the choice you make now is the beginning of. Always. Well, let's talk about choices now. Haley James oh, Scott mm. is out on tour mm. and how Everyone's pressuring her smoking hot is joy as Haley mm. on the phone. Like, I'm sorry, I've been rehearsing all night long. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I've never looked sure. so good all night long my whole life. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's TV all night long, yeah, baby. Right. We I like that you put that little gravel on your voice, though. You were like, I'm sorry, we've just been up all night. <laughs> I was like, that was a good choice. I right flat ironed my hair for this. Yeah. I'm so tired. You looked sexy, Joy. Do you feel like you were changing Thanks. your style out on the road? Like, was... Was Joy changing her style out on the road while Haley mm. was also out on the road? I'm I'm constantly changing my style. I mean, I have, I guess I'm constantly experimenting. I love, fashion is fun, but I think style is mm -hmm. what's permanent. And, you know, that's just who you are. So especially in my 20s, I was certainly always trying to figure out who, who am I? What, what, what fits? What makes sense for me? Um, so I'm yeah. definitely always experimenting with fashion and have been since I was young, but, but my style, there's a groundedness about my style that will, will never change. I don't think. Wait, I love the way you just said that. I, I had a talk just the other day about realizing there's a style I'm drawn to, but the level of experimenting I've done, whether with clothes or hair, I, I, I had this sort of light bulb moment where I went, Oh, yeah, for half my life, I grew up in a barn. So I was like in barn clothes. For <laughs> the other half of my life, I went to a school where I wore a uniform. Oh, that's why you love blazers. No, yeah, Sophia. It, well, probably. <laughs> it has no individual personality. And then for my entire adult life, I've dressed up as other people. And so sometimes I put clothes on and I go, who is this person wearing this outfit? Do you feel like that? Like you have to try on things to figure out what, what you put on that feels like you versus some character or some look that maybe doesn't feel personal. I just yeah, had to give notes I, on a photo shoot I'm supposed to do. And they sent the lookbook. Mm. And I was like, this looks like someone who loves Coachella. I need you to understand. <laughs> yeah. I am significantly more androgynous than this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And yes. for me, like having played a lot of pencil skirts, um, that's mm -hmm. hard because in real life, I'm still wearing the exact same thing I wore in high school. It's like men's loose baggy pants and then like a little yep. a little shirt. That is yeah. what I wore at 16. It's what I wear at 40. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I think I started vintage shopping when I was in high school and that was kind of it for me. I I just was never into yeah. designer labels. I, I For no other reason than I, well, I, I couldn't afford them when I was younger. Um, <laughs> For sure. And, but I, for most of my life, but uh, I, I also just love history. I love being mm -hmm. a part yeah. of history. So that's why I love old houses, yeah. old 
gadgets, old things. So old clothes to yeah. me feels like I'm stepping into something. I love knowing that somebody else wore it yeah. a really long yes, time ago. I know some people that are too, super creeped out by that. They're like, ew, why <laughs> no, would you put on it. clothes that someone else ah. wore? <laughs> yeah. No, speaking of I my love, love of blazers, I just found at a vintage store in Toronto, I found a vintage Yves Saint Laurent suit <gasps> and I put it on and Stop. I was like, where? Oh, you guys, I'm it's dying. good. It's blue. It's beautiful. And I was like, where did this lady go? And what powerful thing did she do in this outfit? And yes. what of that energy am I going to take to go do something badass? Yeah. Like it makes me feel like a superhero. Yeah. It's, it's the best. It's taking a guys, should we, with you. Should we open a vintage store? God. Yes. In Wilmington? Are you kidding? Sure. Well, I'm I don't want to sure. I don't want to, I don't want to give Jess James a uh, competition because she's got, the That's I think true. we need to collaborate is what needs to happen. Ooh, there we go. Um, I would love it. You guys, Nathan at the top of this episode is bringing some very angry energy. We're taking power Mm. girl energy into our life. Nathan is being so shitty to Haley at the beginning of this, but it's so appropriate because he is a 16 year old boy and he's so hurt and Haley's doing and saying all the right things. What can I do? Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. Well, and we've talked we, not just us, but the world is recognizing that for a very long time, we've pushed boys into a box Mm -hmm. that is harmful for them. We tell them they're not allowed to have feelings. Boys don't cry, man up, toughen up, you know, grow a pair, all this nonsense that's so toxic, Mm -hmm. not just for the women who have to deal with them, but for the men who get segmented into thinking that they're only permissible emotion is anger. Yeah. Nathan is hurt. And so he's raging and it's hard and it's heartbreaking to watch. But I actually think it was done really well in that we didn't pretend that he had the framework or the tools to be this evolved person and deal with his feelings. His feelings come out as anger and the people who love him have to keep saying, we love you. We're here for you. Yeah. To, to try to push him into actually feeling his feelings. And I I thought James did a really beautiful job with it. I really, I believed it and I and I hurt for him watching the episode. And and when he is finally feeling the sadness alone at their wedding site, like his mom comes. House it's just poetic, I think. It's yeah. It when you get a script and you read anger, right? Mm. It takes a good actor to make you pity that the whole time. Mm-hmm. And James does mm-hmm. a good job of. It's a great point of being mm-hmm. sympathetic while also being a total ass. Yeah, especially considering where actor, his character came from. Yeah. Yes, and a good actor puts the emotion under the anger that the anger is the mask for. Mm-hmm. And that's why you go, oh, I see what I see what's under there. And well, you look, feel for that person. Yeah. Um, you know what? Who else had some real anger moments? And this was Moira. Oof. <gasps> oh, oh, my goodness. Damn. You know what? I Ooh. love watching her because she didn't just get mad and hit Jules slash Emily. She, her whole <laughs> chest got red. Her face, it was like yeah. that, that Irish beautiful porcelain skin just turned, that rash went red all the way up her cheeks, <laughs> down her neck, down her chest. I was yeah, you so, knew she now meant you've it. done it. <laughs> yes, but that, I was like, God, she's just so real. She actually feels that anger. You can't fake that. You can't make your body react. <laughs> you know no, what I no, mean? That's muscle memory. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as an older actor, I remember being a kid and like watching like the older folks on our show do stuff. And I'm like, 
how do they do that? Right? And then it really is just exercise. It's muscle memory. It's like, how do I make my whole body flush? How do I make my eyes tear up? How do I make my nostrils flare? How do I make my chin tremble? But there's behavior. Mm. Like you can, and that's like, the behavior can be learned to copy behavior, but to actually feel it. Mm. Where do you think Moira goes in those scenes? Who do you think she's mad at in real life? I don't know, buddy. I think she's I literally in the moment mad at Jules. I think that's just, she's just, you feels said it. that once, Joy. I remember like yeah. asking you how you cry because you're so good at it. And I remember asking you that on our show once and you were just like, I don't know, Haley's sad. So I'm sad. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it? Like it's, <laughs> whoa. I, I felt like Bill and Ted. I was yeah. just like, mind is blown. <laughs> yeah. I, I always, I remember all of us figuring out how to do those things. And same, some people saying like, oh yeah, you know, I have this trick. I think about this thing, this loss I experienced, or, you know, I, I like keep a pair of tweezers in my pocket and poke my finger, Ooh, yeah, all these yeah. tricks. And I was like, however, oh, I have it. to be upset. Like <laughs> I have to be really genuinely upset. And then I go home right. and I have to figure out how to get all this upset out of my body right. so I can sleep. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't, I'm the same way for better or worse, but I just recently shot a movie and um, one of the actors in the movie is super experienced, works all the time and is incredibly well respected. And he just like had the lady come over and blow menthol yeah. in his eyes. And that was it. And, and he was just like, it's all the same. The audience, it's movie magic. The audience doesn't know as long as I can give the, give them what they want, then they don't know the difference. I was like, God, that's just so baller. I love it. And then I don't go home and torture my family. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not (laughs) exhausted. You're not, like, sending your heart through all this gut-wrenching experience. You just – and it it was real believable. Well, Jules Jules slash Emily certainly got her ass handed to her in this episode – but yes. we noted at the beginning of this, you know, Nathan is lamenting the whole situation with Haley and Jules is like in her spiral about what's going to happen with Keith, you know, and like keeping the secret. Yeah. Jules and Keith start out with a lie mm-hmm. the same way Haley and Nathan do. And we're rooting yeah. for Haley and Nathan. Are we yes. equally rooting for Jules and Keith? Well, mm. I don't know that we are, but what I think was a great device, and I thought Chad played the scene really well, is they made Chad the one who called Nathan out on it. Like Nathan's talking trash about what Jules is doing to Keith, and Lucas looks at him and basically says, you started the exact same way and you love Haley. Yeah. And And you saw how it disarmed Nathan. And, and in a way, I wonder now, looking back, if the writers did it almost as a device to remind the audience, wow, you guys really want to pile on jewels, but you've sure been rooting for Nathan and Haley this whole time. I, I was kind of like, oh, I feel a little called out in my defensiveness <laughs> of Keith. Maybe I, sh- maybe I should believe Jules. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Right? Yeah, that didn't occur to me at all. I thought that was, Especially, yeah, I like that. Especially because Lucas was the one who was like, what are you doing to Haley? Yeah. And then the, the, the Naley of it all won him over. And so in a way, you, you see in that moment why he's gone along with Dan's plan, why he's moved in with Dan, why he's done all this, because he wants Keith to have a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I do too. And I see it's like I'm, they're really starting to grow on me. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, maybe if you if she really loves him and he really loves her, yeah, the lie is going to have to be uncovered and dealt with. But that doesn't change their their personalities they and didn't. what they bond on. <laughs> they didn't let us see enough fun scenes between Keith You're right. and Jules. You're right. You know, I agree. We've gotten to see a lot of romance between Nathan and Haley, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. And the only time we ever see Jules is when Dan is kind of like twirling his mustache. Um, yeah. And had we been able to see more of the fun stuff between them, plus that would have been great for Craig. You know what I mean? He's such yeah. a great leading romantic partner. And I wish that we'd gotten to see him in that because we've only seen him pine after Karen and then mm-hmm. go to the total opposite end of the spectrum and be like in a serious relationship with Jules. So where's like yeah. the flirting? Give me some flirt. Yeah. Well, and remember how good it was like when they were on the phone and she yes. said, oh, you're calling for a survey. Like we loved that. Yeah. I Sometimes I lament when TV shows do the thing, which they do because you only have an hour, but they say, oh, well, off screen, this has happened. Mm-hmm. And now what we're going to show on screen, but I want to see the off screen stuff. I want to see more of, you know, their dates and their comedy and and the way they, you know, share a plate of food at a restaurant, <sighs> all that stuff. I want to see more of Maria Menounos in that red silk robe. How gorgeous oh, was she? Babe. I was like, somebody get me a red silk robe. That was great. <laughs> Lake pajamas. Somebody get her yeah. a red silk no, robe. But- God, it was just so, like, she looked so beautiful. All the women looked, sorry, yeah. it's just kind of a weird segue, but like, I just, I, I had this in my notes that the, the colors, the blue silk that yeah, was that happening blue with silk. Moira and mm-hmm. Deb, and I loved Maria, but, but Maria did such a beautiful job with her performance in this and all the, con- the conflicting emotions. Yeah. And, um, you know, you really didn't know what was going to happen. Like I, I, I was on the yeah. show and I did not know whether she was going to run or show or stay. I didn't I, know. Yeah. I couldn't remember. And I I liked, too, that you felt like maybe she was able to get past things with Dan when she was in that, you know, robe and he showed up and tried to give her a necklace and she wouldn't take it. But it's the threat from Karen. Oh. And what a gut punch that is when Dan is trying to hide that smile and says, you know, way to go, Cupid. This one's on you. Oof. Ooh. That hurt. Guys, I that think hurt. I get- screwed up by the technicalities because having been married like how did Jules get a marriage license with a hundred name like there's all these little things that I'm like oh guys mm-hmm. we, we could have thought this through and watching the show all these years later the fact that Andy had to leave to go get that photo in a manila envelope the when photo? now we would just pull yeah. it up on an iPhone you know what I mean like, uh-huh. yeah. all the problems iPhones solve also, how do we even make TV why anymore wouldn't- why wouldn't the PI bring the photo to Andy? Andy's clearly yeah. paying him a pretty penny to do this research. He could have driven it to the church. Why did Andy have to go somewhere? Yeah, that was really weird, huh? Why did he have to was it leave? just to get Karen and Andy outside for that gorgeous push yes. upward shot? Like, what was it? it? Was, I think it was also to to create more tension with the time. Like, we're like, mm. uh, he, is he going to make it back in time to reveal going? the thing? Yeah, it was just an extra yeah. layer of. So it wasn't just to get them out of that weird kitchen with the bowl of carrots. What was with the bowl of carrots? What was with the bowl what of was raw that? carrots? I don't know, but... Just a giant bowl of carrots. Who did set deck that day? <laughs> Sophia, you know what I'm bringing to your wedding. A giant bowl carrots? of carrots. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs>
Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have <laughs> I no idea. Things going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. 
Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Let's switch over to Whitey. Uh, We had some great Whitey energy in this episode. So nice to see him back. I love Barry Corbin. I love he's just so reliable. You know exactly what you're going to get. And I love that he just hands Nathan's ass to him. The pity store is closed today. No. <laughs> you know? 
Amazing. She's your wife. Where I come Amazing. from, that still means something. He's so salty and he's not uh, interested in Nathan's like, you know, feelings. He's just like, grow up and figure it out. She's your wife. It's meaningful. <laughs> and it's it, it's like it's exactly the counter energy to to everyone else, like panicking over him that you need. Yeah. For or coddling. Relief. Yeah. He's he's mm, not one to coddle. Mm, right. I, I, um, I wanted to tell you guys because. Barry, I, I always just love stories about Barry and we love him so much. Um, and I did Jordan Ross, his grandson's podcast. His grandson is an actor on 1883 and The Chosen and um, a few other projects he has coming out. But I just did his podcast called What's Your Limp? Um, so Jordan is an actor with cerebral palsy and scoliosis and he walks with a limp. And uh, so the podcast is called What's Your Limp? And he's had this limp since he was really young. And he was telling me how, you know, the kids at school would make fun of him as kids do, unfortunately. And mm. Barry used to, when, when we were on One Tree Hill and when the show was really in the height of its popularity and Jordan was in that age range, Barry would come to school and bring him his lunch and, and purposely walk it to him in the cafeteria where everybody could see him oh. and then, you know, hand him his lunch, spend some time, chat with him. And when he would go away, all the kids were like, you're grandpa's coach Whitey. No way. That's so cool. And he would do oh. it on purpose just to continue to, you know, support. I just, oh, I just love Barry. Barry so much. That's the kind of person that Barry Corbin is. Yeah. Um, if you didn't know what we, you, you know, what you see with coach Whitey, really it, it's, it shines through. When I think about the men that we had as our mentor protectors, as young women, you know, we, we had some who weren't. Yeah. But we had Barry, we had Craig Sheffer, we had Paul Johansson. My God, with our cast, we won the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. With those with with me, with those older men with that energy and and how lucky we are that the kind of love that he would, you know, show his grandson in those moments. That's the way they took care of us on set. God. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just awesome. So I just That's had to so talk cool. about that. I love, I love Barry Corbin so much. And I loved what he brought to this episode. He's such um, a fine theater actor because he can do that whole rant, right? Where he's like, no, 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 There's your story. And then the smile. Like, yeah. right, he's, he's rehearsed in a way that is so professional. And it just, you know, he makes it look easy. And that's not to mm. understand to not fall into your same like cadence, your same just like vocal rhythms, things like that. Like Barry always finds the turn. And if you watch his performances, he's just, he's a master at that. The, mm. the smile mm. at the end. Oh, I just love him. He's what so a prince. Watch. Also, I, I just love the dig on his way out after the smile. His ID's fake, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh great. my God. It was such a good button on a scene. And, and, it's it's an incredible thing when you watch people take uh, pain and turn it into something that provides the comic relief of a very emotionally heightened episode. I was like, this is fun. I am, yeah. I am deeply enjoying what I'm seeing right now. Somebody else in Tree Hill who definitely has a fake ID is Brooke Davis. Mm -hmm. And she was so fun in this episode. Yes. I love. I loved it. Almost rich girl things. I love almost rich girl <laughs> things. <laughs> that needs to be on a t-shirt too. Who's keeping track of all the things we say need to be on a t-shirt? Oh my God. I know. It's so funny. I, um, 
I also loved, because I remember, and I'd forgotten until it was on in front of us, but having to run into your room that morning, Hill, and, you know, you and Greenberg are in bed as Peyton and Jake, and um, Jenny's just said, Dada, and it's this whole beautiful, you know, family moment for these young people. And I remember being like, you guys, I'm saying so many words before I acknowledge that they're in bed together. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and it was then, great. It was great. I, and then I was like, I, I had this moment where I went, maybe it's ridiculously funny. Yeah. And yeah, I remember how funny. fun it was to lean into that and just yeah. be so excited to tell you something that for what felt like two minutes, yeah. I, I don't even notice there's other people in the room with us. <laughs> yeah. And it classic, really that's, made me laugh today. Classic, and I, I was very happy. Classic Lucy. Classic Lu- Lucille Ball. Right yes. There. That's, but is that's the whole, that oh, is the whole shtick that Brooke's going to leave town because her daddy's getting a new job? Like, I was just so fixated on your outfit and your cute hair and, like, you being funny that I was like, wait, what? You're, like, now they're teasing you're going to leave too? Yeah, that was sudden to me. That was really sudden. I was totally yeah. focused on that scalloped sparkle vintage or whatever <gasps> dress, whoever made that dress. Betsy Johnson? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I want that dress back, you guys. We need more glitter. It's not my color palette. Like, Hillary, to your point, I'm much more androgynous. I wear a lot of men's suits, but something in my body viscerally yearns <laughs> yeah. to touch that dress again. I can't explain it. I bet you'll wait until it was really to nice. The closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was heavy. I j- yeah, I just want to see it in there and be like, that's mine. Oh, yeah. I love So if anybody knows where it closet. is, can you? Like email. We need a professional like researcher that goes on first dibs and real real and finds us the things that we miss. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We need we need a set sleuth. I um I it's interesting too, because it brought back I forgot where the episode ended. Seeing that dress again brought back the conversation that I now realize happens in episode 17. Um, between Brooke and Lucas. That is one of my favorite moments in early seasons, especially for their storyline. And I was kind of waiting for it. And then when the episode ended, I was like, oh my God, it's kind of a two-parter. This is amazing. I forgot. But the, the sweetness of them trying to have this budding friendship um, in an episode where the writers did give me so much like, I love Lucy comedy. Mm-hmm. God, I'm nostalgic for that. That was like my favorite part of playing Brooke was when the comedy was really fun and then the and then we got to get vulnerable and you know, she doesn't totally know what to do with it, but she's finding her way. Something really interesting about Brooke in this episode that I noticed, which I think has been going on for a while, but it jumped out at me right now. Um instead of Okay, it's just half-baked, so find it with me. Instead of blaming her, like being unhappy on her circumstances, she lost her money, you know, she's, um, there's a lot of drama with boys. She's just trying, she is trying to find her way. But instead of Mm -hmm. pointing fingers and trying to solve the problem by um, pointing her finger at Felix and being like, it's your fault, Mm -hmm. you know, we're together, but I don't really love you. I want to be with this guy. She just kind of, settled like every it was like everything just kind of settled down and she was like mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop making rash decisions mm-hmm. making uh having big reactions to things I'm gonna spend time finding myself and 
I'm not going to blame my happiness or unhappiness on my circumstances. I'm going to let the circumstances stay the same, stay the same. Mm. So that to me, I guess maybe that to me is how I justified her not breaking up with Felix yet when she clearly is like still has feelings for Lucas or might, might have feelings for someone else too. It's more just in the future. I mean, it's just that she was finding herself instead of, uh, yeah constantly pulling on everything, strings on everything around her, like what's going to unravel and, you know, how do I fix myself? Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of a precursor to later seasons where she says, I stopped letting boys define me. Mm. She's at the, she's in the beginning of that going, I don't know that I'm happy. He's, he's being good to me. I I don't know if that's enough, but it's more about me. I'm, she says I'm, I'm feeling independent. Yeah. Amazing. That's such Maybe a Maybe I don't want a boyfriend. It's so nice. And she's just going to take a second before she involves anyone else's feelings and figure out how she feels and then yeah. act from that place. Oh, awesome. well, she's so joyful in this episode, which is nice because yeah. we've seen, we meet Brooke and she's super joyful, but she's also like playing a part. Like I'm the bad girl. And then she goes through her, yeah. like, dark manipulative phase at the yeah. Nathan Scott party. And then we see Sadbrook, mm-hmm. whose heart is broken. And so to get happy, independent, hopeful Brooke Davis in this episode mm-hmm. feels great. And the gif that we all know, oh, that yes. we all love, we squealed. <laughs> yeah. So cute. I was like, wait, that's my gif. When, when they decide they're going to go to the wedding together. Oh. I love that gift. It's so iconic, that that scene. And you're so, yeah. I mean, I remember Paul telling us uh, when he was directing to commit. He's like, you have to commit to things. If you half-ass it, it you look silly, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. you were always so good at committing to that, like, over-the-top excitement. You made it so believable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That it's like, yes, of course that's how a 16-year-old girl would react. She would literally squeal. As we yeah. all did when we watched you do yeah. it. That's so cute. Aww. We're all still 16-year-old girls it. deep down. Um, can yeah. we talk about Peyton and Jake, please? I mean, if we because must. Guys, guys, we have to. Really sexy. Oh, my God. That oh. was like the most sex we've had on the show, I feel like. All right, all right. A hundred percent. Also, I'm realizing in this moment, Brooke is kind of the audience. Like I, I got to say everything that the audience was saying at home, which is like, oh my God, you guys are in bed together. What are you doing? I'm going to leave. Okay. Bye. Like what's happening. And when you guys get to the church and she's like, you did it. Like I, I was speaking for the entire One Tree Hill fandom in that moment being like, I can see it on your face. What? I certainly no. felt and we it. We saw it in that scene. Woo. Okay. We so had to I, avert our eyes guys. Yeah. I can't watch it. It's uncomfortable. Cause I, it, Okay, I had a, a big conflict with this scene because <laughs> yeah, I remember hmm. Billy Dixon is like a beloved crew member of ours. And it's yes. so much harder to say no to someone who you like and respect than it is mm-hmm. to say it to a total stranger who's just coming into direct yeah. for 10 days. Um, so Billy wanted to do the sex scene starting on our feet and like our legs rubbing together and like coming up our bodies. And I just really felt like that was way too adult. Also, mm. I had been getting prison mail 
since I was on MTV. And there was like a couple dudes in particular that were like, I'm going to cut your feet off and put them in my refrigerator. And so I had this weird thing. A couple, couple of, couple of those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very specific letters. Oh, and I had a thing about my feet on TV. I would always try Mm -hmm. to like hide my feet because I was just like, Mm -hmm. I don't want them to think I'm baiting them. You know, it's so scary. And we're kids and you know, like anyway. So I remember being like, please, please, please don't start on this shot. And they're like, we're not going to. And I'm like, please don't. They're like, we just have to shoot it, but it's going to be blurred. And you guys are like in the blankets and it'll be fuzzy. And when that thing aired on TV, and it starts on our feet and our legs like <sighs> grasshopper in together. I'm just like, what the heck is this? So That's so frustrating. Uh, it's listen, now we get to watch playback. Back then it was like on film and you just had to trust yeah. what was going on at the monitor was what you asked. That's for, why but. we didn't trust anybody for God's sake. Yeah. Damn it. Of course. That said, that was By the, the way, longest sex scene in the history of my career. It was, it it's was hot. It was also... I don't know. It was like, it was really beautiful because you, you'd spent all this tender time with these two and they'd spent so much time in bed together, you know, taking it slow and having emotional conversations that the payoff, we were all just like, oh my God, it's like the fireworks finally went off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. You guys have such great chemistry. We'll say it again and again. And um, I was just so happy to see it was, it was really sweet. It's really sweet. And I mean, what a, like a freaking bum out to like finally do the damn thing, go to a super romantic wedding, have that go to yeah. sh- and be like, whew, well, let's go home. And then, At least we're happy. And then Nikki's on the doorstep. Like how yeah. much bad sh- can happen in one day in Tree Hill? What a and, bomb drop. And by the way, Nikki gets revealed by the baby, <laughs> right. mama. I was like, oh, this is a deep cut. That That is a wound. Just Wait, so you what? know. Oh yeah, the baby. Baby Jenny. When they when they get her out of the car, yeah. they're talking and the baby goes, Mama, and then it cuts and you see Nikki in the shadows. Oh, maybe it glitched. I I missed that. Oh. But also yeah. another technical error because the way Greenberg is holding that baby, no one, no yeah. parent has ever held a baby like forward facing like that like, <laughs> to get out of the car. And it's just another one of those blocking devices where it's like, we need the baby to be able to see Nikki. And say mama. Oh, that's so annoying, though. He per- he totally could have had her over the shoulder and then just turned his head around. But then we so, couldn't yeah. have seen him, you know? Like, it was bad blocking. But yeah, babies don't say mama until they're, like, 17 no. years old. Dada is always the first <laughs> word. It's so frustrating because you're the one, like, breastfeeding. Well, yeah, And you can see it, by the way. Baby Jenny is laughing. <laughs> And then the sound is mama. And you're like, her mouth didn't make that shape. But but I understand that you can't control babies on camera like you can't control any small living creature on camera. And it's a device. Uh, I guess we're just going to drop in the sound. Yeah. Trauma. It was trauma. I love the trauma with Deb. You know, we, we've talked about like in future or in previous episodes, we've been like, when does Bell, uh, Deb become an addict? Like when it's... Keith this sweating. is where it starts. And yeah. Yeah. Chad did such and a good oxy. job. Yeah. Chad did a really Oof. good job in that scene because we were all like, how audacious yeah. for a teenage boy to confront an adult mm-hmm. about an addiction issue. Drug use. Oof. Okay, but also, Sophia, <laughs> I love 
loved your comment about Lucas in the hallway. Creepy. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you guys. This is this is a moment where I wish we could talk Why to Billy Dixon. There. Weird blocking again. You guys. Okay, so what we're referencing is when when Barbara as Deb is in the kitchen and she takes the bottle of painkillers out of like a you know a kitchen cupboard and takes one. The the camera but it's moves her from her prescription. Face. Yeah, well, yes, but you know, so why is, why is she why taking she in the middle creepy? of the day? Okay, yeah, I don't know, there. but you know, it, it moves from her around her face, and you see Lucas peering around the kitchen cabinets mm-hmm. like he's in some CIA break in, leaning but, on the he's leaning yeah, against the wall, too. but but they made him lean, and then they literally had him just like pull backwards along the cabinets <laughs> till he disappeared, like Homer Simpson disappearing into the bushes, <laughs> like on The Simpsons, and we were all like. Oh. What is that? Sometimes I'm crying. directors tell you to do something that, to Hillary's point, when you see on camera, you just go, God damn it. I shouldn't have listened. <laughs> playback. I shouldn't have listened. I need playback. Oh, God. Yeah, that whole thing could have been handled so a lot better. The, te- funny. the technicalities of all of it were so strange. But no, yes, you're right. Like it, it was it was a very ballsy move for Lucas to go call Deb out on it. She handled it well. She did. I, I actually thought they were both so good in that scene mm-hmm. because you could see his discomfort as a young person saying this, trying to relate it to his own experience that felt a little scary and her just to be like, oh, just what I need, an adolescent boy and her rage and and the way she put him in his place, telling him, you know, you're a guest in my house, all of this you saw it fall when she closed the door. Barbara immediately played the shame yeah. and the fear about what she was doing. And I just thought it was beautiful. Mm, yeah. I mean, nice. it's both of them said all the right things. You know, he said what you're supposed to uh-huh. say when you see someone who you think might be in peril. And she also said all the things that you say when a child comes at you and you are a grown ass woman trying to deal with yeah. your sh- Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, I like scenes where both characters are in the right. I do too. And it and it interestingly I think allowed us to see you see who's in the right. Even with Karen and Jules, they are both in the right. Mm-hmm. So many people are both in the right and it yeah. allows Dan in this episode to feel even more evil. Yeah. When when Jules isn't coming down the aisle and Dan Scott is the only person not facing the back of the church, he's watching Keith Oh, so, so happy. Good. <gasps> and then that end scene where he knocks him off the wedding cake and he oh, and he okay. sets his sights on Deb, it it fueled this darkness that was so so creepy. Yeah. It was creepy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated 
chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun, you can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online 
or round up in store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, my mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She Aww. would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Well, I would like to hear straight from the horse's mouth about the relationship mm -hmm. between Keith and Dan and Paul oh, and too. Craig. Mm -hmm. And so if any of you are interested in that, we certainly have a super, super special guest today. Oh my God, I love him. My former early 20s crush. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, still yeah, our crush lady. Still, super like, babe. He is a doll. I love this man. Super babe. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Craig Sheffer. I think I did it. Oh, my Hi. God. Yeah, there oh, you are. Oh, my God. Hi. Craig, Hi. turn your... You look fantastic. Oh, so you guys. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Hi. How's it going? Oh, man. Better now. We miss you. Oh, look at this. What is this? What are you wearing? I love this jacket. What is this oh, red jacket? It's uh, one of my things that I designed. Okay. No. Oh my God. Okay. So it's my, we have so many hobbies. places to start. I don't even know where to start. Uh, Craig, wait, Hillary, Hillary, you I gave Hillary me a, a fur with the same buttons. It is one of my prized <laughs> possessions. I'm going to go disappear right now and come back with my fur. I'm going to be oh my God, right back. So Discuss. <laughs> Craig oh is God. like the most romantic man on the planet. I'll be right back. She was just <laughs> saying she, before you got on, she was like, I've got to go up to the attic and get this gift that Craig got me. It's the best ever. Oh, that is so cute. Oh, oh. my goodness. So Bye. Joy, you're Joy, you're in Los Angeles? I'm in LA right now. Yeah. Okay. Sophie, where are you again? So I'm based in LA, but my uh my show that I'm doing right now is shooting in Toronto. So yeah. Yeah, thank you. And so I'm here for another, I don't know, ten days and then I'll be home. Oh my God, please come over. Can we all just get oh, together? I would love that. Oh. I would love that. Are you living in LA or are you kind of back and forth between LA and someplace else? Where's your No, situation? I was in Pennsylvania for most of the last decade with my, my fam. My mom and my brother passed away. I think I saw you. Mm. No, I might have saw you before that, but yeah. Oh, so, so I moved back here and I got back a week before the pandemic, which was really exciting. Whoa. And, um, and then... so things are just kind of, uh, you know, 
Starting life yeah. back in LA again. Everything's starting yeah. back up again slowly. It feels like during the pandemic, everybody got a hobby. Everybody started making bread and like doing woodcuts <laughs> and sh But you talking about this amazing jacket that you made, you've been doing this forever. So before we get into Keith Scott, we got to talk about Craig Sheffer being a yes. true jack of all trades and a renaissance man. Renaissance man, I was going to say, yes. Where did making clothes that look like they walked off a runway, where does this come from for you? <laughs> you know, it really started with traveling. I When I was, uh, when I was young and, uh, you know, like 20s and 30s, I would do a job and I would, you know, take that money and just go somewhere and travel. And yeah. um, I think the first one was uh, India. Yeah, I went mm. to India. I was in, in India for a long time, for almost six months. And um, <sighs> when I was there, it was still like a cowboy town. I mean, it's all it's all kind of changed. And I was like dirt streets. Uh, the town that I was staying was called Mysore. And at that time, it was just like a like a, a total cow town. But anyway, they had all these you know, shops with all these crazy materials, you know, and I just started going in. And I was like, hey, what do you, what would it cost to make me a shirt? Oh, dollar fifty, you know, I'm like, let's do it, baby. And yeah. I, yeah, I made like I made like a hundred pieces of clothing and <laughs> brought them all back. And then I I went to South America and I was in um, Peru and they had all kinds of cool alpaca stuff. And I started wow. I bought a bunch of blankets and made capes. And then I would make stuff for friends and, and my daughter and you know, that's just one of my hobbies. Right, did you learn how to, do you sew also you're, you're doing this by hand or your order you design? I am not, I am not tactile. I, okay. I, <laughs> I like to draw. That's about the only thing I can do like that. I, yeah. I'm not good at that. Believe it or not. I take it to this wonderful lady who is, works at a laundromat. You know, she hems clothes and all that stuff, but of course she was trained way, way back in, um, you know, to make dresses and clothes and all that stuff. So, Wow. Yeah, I just I had my own buttons pressed off, these little crosses on them and they're so cool. Like I want to steal that jacket. <laughs> um, if you send me your if you send me like a shirt or your size, I'll I'll make you guys all something. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yes. Native American Western stuff. That's oh, what I like. So yeah, into same. it. Hillary, you've got your thing. What is I've it? I've got, got my fur on. Craig Sheffer, let it be known. You gave me my first fur coat ever. I felt <laughs> so entirely grown up. I have moved 8,000 times in the last 20 years. And this coat comes with me everywhere. And Ooh, has my fancy buttons. For those of you at home who uh, oh. can't see this, Hillary is sporting a well. uh, <laughs> below the, below the <laughs> hip gorgeous. fur jacket with a nice uh, tilted collar and uh, buttons that are made out of brass. What it's buttons? Craig. These are the Craig's pressed buttons that he made. They're, they're oh. the, it's something. It's not real silver, obviously. But you know, it was the loveliest gift so ever. And you brought it after um, we threw a birthday party for your daughter. Like, yeah, how is Willow? Willow? Willow's great. Oh. Willow's awesome. Yeah, we see each other all the time. She actually is living uh, up in Agura Hills. You remember I lived at Malibu Lake for all those years. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Your house was so yeah, awesome. So she's, she's up around there right now. And cool. um, yeah, she's awesome. And then, you know, we have an amazing relationship and it's just, it's the best thing, you know, as you, as you guys know now. Yes. Well, it's so weird, Craig, because you were like the dad on set. You and Moira had kids, you know, and then like yeah. Barbara started bringing her girls around and it was 
it was wild because we looked at you guys as peers, but then you had mm-hmm. like children, you know? And so yeah. we didn't know who to play with. You were the kids. Yeah. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. It was also well, so I, fun. You guys, you guys uh, were so nice to Willow. She'd come in the trailer and bug you oh. while you were getting your makeup on. And- she was so well, cool. Was I loved her. She was the coolest kid. It, it was yeah, also so cool for us because, you know, to Hillary's point, like, you guys felt like peers, but like the cool older siblings we'd all always wanted. But then you had these kids who, you know, Willow was this cool young woman. She was so creative and she wanted to hang out with us. And we were she like, looked up to us. Oh, yeah. We felt like the babysitter's club. We were like, it's happened. Oh, yeah. I remember, we are. I remember we I, are mentors. I, took her down to, I, I don't know. I think all you guys were there that night one time. It took her down to somebody's apartment and. You guys had a sheet up and played a movie with her while I went down and had dinner with Paul. Oh, that's so, yeah. so cool. I remember taking it, her to the mall. Who went to the mall <laughs> with her and me? Was it you, Joy? I went to I the mall. Know. Yeah, it was I, me. I think I did. I don't know, but she Oh, maybe we did. Did we all time. go? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing like strolling the around the mall. Hi and send her love. Um, yes, please that's tell so her. so fun. We said hi. Not for nothing. I think a huge part of why we... Why we took our roles as mentors in the show, because, you know, we we talk a lot on this show about how often we would fight for certain storylines or, you know, fight for representing young women and having Willow and Barbara's girls around. Mm -hmm. That was something that really affected us to hold us up to that standard of the responsibility that we felt, you know, I'm so glad that those girls were around. Yeah, Yeah, we were so lucky. That's inspiring, man. Got to leave something for the people coming. Yeah. You know, you said something that uh, I wonder, I wonder how the fans at home are are taking it, you know, oh, you guys used to watch my daughter when I'd go to dinner with Paul. Like, oh, yeah. It, is it, is it crazy uh, for fans? Have you experienced that it's wild for them to know that, you know, in real life, Craig and Paul adored each other, whereas on screen, <laughs> Dan and Keith were like the clashing of the Rams all the time? I know it is really funny, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. That, yeah. You can't quite picture that. You know, he shot me and then we went out to dinner. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys had worked together before. You did a movie in Bulgaria. We did a Romania? Really, really bad beam. Actually, actually, I saw it for the first time. Somebody made me see it. Um, first of all, I didn't even know it was, was on TV anywhere. But it's, no way. It's called. Uh, Oh my god, I can't remember. Berserker. Berserker? I'm- Berserker. Yeah. Cool. It was this really bad B movie we made in South Africa <laughs> like in 99 or something mm. like that. And we played these brothers and they had us in like 40 pounds of, you know, Wait, um, you played brothers in like- that too? Yeah. We what? played brothers in that only Not I was wild. My brother and he was the good brother. Oh, no. interesting. Yeah, I, I was- I was the evil boy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I lo- had you worked yeah. with any of our other castmates before on One Tree Hill? Let's see, like Barry or Moira. That's what I was to, I just, no, I don't think so. What was so? Listen, I, well, some of the people actually Cheryl Lee. Oh right, yeah. Cheryl Lee and I did a very uh, at the time daring. Movie mm-hmm. called Bliss. Sexy. We're naked for like a third of the movie. It's about tantric sex. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, Very progressive pretty, for the time. A Terrence Stamp, Shirley, and I uh, were in that movie. It was actually, a, I think, a pretty good movie. 
Yeah, awesome. we're going to watch it now, Craig. You you <laughs> set the cue for tonight's okay, movie. I, have to... I still had a bod, baby. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got it. I think one of our burning questions, and Joy, I'm going to ask it for you. Craig, did you know that Joy was in love with you when we all lived in Wilmington? <laughs> <laughs> Come back next week for part two to find out. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today.
Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. <laughs> 